What's going on, Z community? Welcome to the Personal Finance in Canada show. I am your host, Tamara Zs, and today we're going to be talking about the different types of investing. So when it comes down to the investing world, it's not really so much black and white. There's a lot of gray in between that we need to talk about. So we're going to talk about the three main types of investing that a majority of the people in the markets usually do. The first type of investing that we're going to be talking about is day trading. Now, for day trading, this is when you buy and sell stocks within the exact same day. And believe it or not, there are actually two different types of day traders out there. The first is just the basic day trader. This is when they just wait for longer periods of time to sell whatever that they are buying. It offers a lot more profit potential than the other option that we're going to be looking at in a bit. An example of day trading is if I were to buy a stock at $10 per share and I was expecting the price to go up to about $10.50. Once I place the trade, I can be waiting anywhere from five minutes or less and up to an hour or two, waiting for the price to hit that $10.50. Now, for Canadians, this is a much more suitable option for day trading, and you'll see this right now when we talk about scalping. Now, this type of trading exists because it takes advantage of very small price movements or it takes advantage of the differences between the bid price and the ask price. The bid price is usually the price that people are willing to buy for and the ask price is what people are willing to sell for. Think of this as the difference between supply and demand. Where supply is the ask price and demand is the bid price. An example of a scalping trade would be me buying a stock for $10 per share, but I was willing to sell it for $10.02. Yeah, sure, this might only be a $0.02 difference, but when you're buying a 1,000 shares, you can make $20 profits just within a couple of seconds. Now, for Canadians, I wouldn't really recommend this type of trading because the platforms that we have out here in the north are not commission-free. This means that for every trade that we would have to place, we would have to pay our brokers a commission fee for making the trade happen. Think of these commissions as a tip for your broker for making the buying and selling of your stocks a thing in the first place. For Americans, on the other hand, they have access to a bunch of different platforms that are commission-free, making this a lot more of a feasible option to do trading. The next type of investing is called swing trading. Now, swing trading is very similar to day trading, but the time frame is actually spread out a lot more. This means whenever you buy a stock, you can hold it anywhere longer than a day and up to a couple of weeks. Usually, this type of trading is more suitable for people who have time commitments but have a good idea of where stock price is going to be going, especially if you're somebody who works another job during the week and don't really have the time to be trading every single day. A stop loss is a limit of how much you are willing to lose. Usually it's a specific price point that's below the price that you entered at and the exact opposite for a profit target. For a profit target, as soon as it hits a specific price, then it'll sell your investment at profits. It's best to do this so you don't end up looking at your investment by next week and realize that it completely went in the other direction that you thought it would. On top of this, I would suggest placing alerts, which are notifications that are sent to you when a stock hits a certain price. Different platforms have different ways of how you can set this up, so be sure that you look into it, especially if you are a swing trader. Now, the next type of investing that we're gonna be talking about is long-term investing. 
Now, this is the type of investing that I would recommend everybody get on. I don't care whether you're a day trader, swing trader, or if you don't even trade whatsoever. I think it's absolutely crucial that you have a portfolio that is just for the long term. Now, usually with this type of investing, people do what is called a fundamental analysis. Fundamental analysis is when you look at the financial documents of a company and decide how its future may look. Now, with long-term investing, there are actually three different routes that you can take. Value investing, growth investing, or income investing. For value investing, this is when you invest in a specific company because you believe it'll become much more valuable in the future. Now, the company could be giving out value at the moment, but you believe that this value will increase in the future. Some perfect examples that come up to mind are Walmart, Costco, or even Amazon. Now, growth investing. Growth investing is when you are investing in a company because you believe that it'll skyrocket in price in the near future. Now, believe it or not, this type of investing, you're really relying on day traders because at the end of the day, these guys are the ones who decide what the price of a stock is. Now, I've got a funny story about this because when I first started my investing journey, all of the stocks that I bought back in the day actually turned out to be growth stocks. But because I was a beginner, I sold all of them before they grew like crazy. Now, it sucks, but you live and learn, and that's why I'm here, to tell you guys about my experiences so that you don't repeat the exact same mistakes. And the last type of long-term investing is income investing. This is pretty straightforward because you are literally only investing in a company because it's giving you income. Now, I'm not talking about the income that you get from buying and selling a stock at profits. I'm talking about dividends. Dividends are something that a company will pay you because you're invested in their company. It's basically their way of saying, hey, thanks for believing in us. Here's your reward. Now, these dividends are usually paid out every month, quarterly, every six months, or once a year, depending on the company and where it's located. Now, income investing is pretty interesting because there have been a lot of people who have eventually grew their dividend portfolios to the point where they get to rely on their dividends to live or even replace income from their regular jobs. I hope that this episode provided you with value and you have a better idea of what type of investing you want to get into or what you can categorize yourself in this entire world of investing. Now, if you found value in this episode, be sure to share it with somebody else who's trying to get into the stock market or somebody that will just gain value from this episode. But for now, Z community, thank you for listening to the Personal Finance in Canada show. I'm your host, Tamara Z's, signing out. Peace.